Yeah, hard body, hard body. Car to car to car. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Cash money, young money, motherfuck the other side. They can fuck with us if they won't. I bring them homicide. Word to my mama, I'm gon' continue bombing. So like getting out the game is like coming out of a coma. I'm trying, but I'm normal when this rap shit get boring. All I ask is that you pray for me. All right, welcome back to the Chris and John podcast. It's been a little while, but we're back. How you feeling, Chris? Yeah, feeling good. Uh, well, actually, kind of. Well, I'm feeling good for the first time in like a week. I've been sick since uh, I got the Binghamton style punk flu. Oh man, it, they're uh, just breeding me out, breeding germs in there. <laughs> it was like moist <laughs> when you walked in. Yeah, holy shit! I was sweating immediately from that, but overall, a very good time. Um, shout out to Colin. Friend of the podcast, avid listener. Big shout out. The boy. Mr. Binghamton uh, Hardcore. Number one supporter. <laughs> the king of Binghamton Hardcore. Yeah. Shout out Colin. For sure. Great show. Very small venue. Yeah. Wonderful time. Very cool. Trapped under ice. Fucking crushed. Uh, yeah. Overall great experience. Go support that shit. Get out um, there. But yeah. Yeah, support the scene, keep it alive. Um, but other than that, yeah, good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's a little under the weather as well. When you hit me with that text, I was like, oh, my God, that must be what it's from. Yeah. I was like, that, that's got to <laughs> be it. You were packed in. There were so many people, and it was just yeah. hot, and people are coughing, and I don't know. Yeah, you know, for the, uh, the entire set, of uh fuck what was the band god damn it i feel like an asshole i shouldn't have even brought this up <laughs> uh the, the band that played right before tui this dude was standing with his back pressed against my chest and i couldn't move at all the entire or marauder that's who it was yeah. but for their entire set i was in one position for up to 30 minutes and after their set was done i finally got to move for the first time and i was unbelievably sore oh yeah but uh anyway i mean uh yeah that great time regardless <laughs> that box next to us that people were standing on yeah i got pressed against that so my one foot was like pressed against it and my other one was like on the other side so i was standing super awkwardly yeah. and like pressed up against <laughs> the wall when every time the crowd moved it was it was rough yeah. but it was a good time yeah anyway after uh after that um great time anyway wonderful all right so we're on podcast episode <laughs> number five which works out well yeah. because the carter five dropped yeah the long awaited uh, long awaited several times uh hinted at over like what probably like 10 years now maybe oh it's been a long time i don't like, know i don't know if detox has been teased as much as yeah. this has <laughs> It's uh man, the release dates are uncountable. It it's just been insane. But it finally dropped though. Finally happened and, and uh, it came out to good reception. It did um yeah. 473k sales in streaming and yeah. 140k pure sales. So that's pretty good. Great great opening week, yeah. That's the third uh, best so far this year. Yeah. It's good shit. Um 
it's uh I'm glad that he didn't have to compete with uh Yandi. Ah. Uh <laughs> that which we'll get into eventually. Yeah, that- but um yeah, the Carter Five. It was really great. Uh, I, I listened to it a couple times. I haven't listened to it in, in like probably a week or so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for that little bit that it came out there, it's a really great record. It's a little long. Oh, it's but, very long. Know, everything, everything seems to be long, unless it's a Kanye mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, a lot of good songs on there. Yeah, I thought, you know, it's a bit long, but I thought overall it's solid. It's a nice end of the Carter series, you know, with the amount of hype mm-hmm. it had. I mean, how do you live up to that amount of hype? It's almost yeah. impossible. You knew, like, right. whatever. And I think it came out great. I think with that amount of hype, that amount of weight, it it did probably the best it could. You know, people yeah, were into definitely. it. It's had good songs. You know, it overall, I think it pretty much delivered. Mm-hmm. It started out. It was a good mix of. Sorry, you can go. I was gonna say it. Uh, you know, it started out with this like emotional intro from his mother, and I'm listening right. to it, and I was like, "All right, how is this? How is this record gonna go?" You know, I'm already getting this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I started to started to get the emotions. I was like, "Oh man, Wayne, Wayne's setting us up." <laughs> then it goes into uh, a song with XXX Tentacion, mm-hmm. who I'm not really into r.i.p.x you know i i know a lot of people are into his music i'm not really into it i wasn't really into that song but as soon as i heard that lighter flick i knew it was on i knew wayne was back (laughs) it was a good feeling right reminded me of being a kid again listening to all those mixtapes and him destroy remixes yeah it was good Mm -hmm. um my problem with like these long albums is it's really difficult for me to remember standout tracks yeah from them just cuz like there's so much mm-hmm. and i just lose track of like when i'm listening to it i'm not trying to like look at my phone mm-hmm. or wherever i'm listening from to like note the song or whatever you know i'm yeah. trying to like do other shit while i listen to music mm-hmm. so it's difficult for me to like remember where the songs that i like in the album are yeah but there's a lot of good shit throughout the whole record, I would say. Like, every couple songs was something I could get down to. Yeah. You know? It's a good... There's a lot of good... Uh, you could, like, tell there's, like, some old shit on there. Mm-hmm. Like, that he must have been recorded, like, a couple years ago when it was, like, suppo- supposed to be coming out first. And there's definitely some new stuff on there. Uh, and I think all of it kind of works together really well. He made it flow. Uh, Yeah, I think he uh, I think I read that he went back over time and like revised songs, you know, worked on them. So that way nothing really got too stale. You know, you definitely have some songs that sound like older songs, but I think it fits Mm -hmm. well because, you know, Wayne's somebody that, you know, can go and do that and people want it from him. So I think he did a good job of updating things without chasing a sound while still like remaining kind of true to himself. And I agree right. with the whole, you know, it's a long album. It's hard to kind of remember where things are. I had to go back a few times and look and mm-hmm. try to see what exactly things were. I think one of the biggest standouts was, I think it was Uproar with Swiss Beats. It has the dance challenge thing kids oh, yeah. are doing. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> so that always works. Whenever there's a dance challenge or something, you know, yeah. it always takes off. Kids love a dance. The internet loves a dance. Oh, they do. The kids in New York are going crazy. 
anything you can get viral to mm-hmm. is uh, going to be on the playlist. Give it another month, though, and there'll be like talk show hosts trying to do it and it'll be completely dead. Yeah. Suburban <laughs> mothers will be trying and it's officially over. Yeah. Hillary Clinton will be doing yeah. it. When she announces she's running for president. Yeah, she's back. 2020 or whatever. Yeah. That's the only thing that bothers me about the dance challenge is, you know, like it's fun to watch. I'm definitely not somebody who would participate, but it kills me because yeah. I know eventually <laughs> it's going to reach the point where it just gets so played out that whenever you hear the song, you're like, oh, man. Right. It gets crazy. Um, What else was on here? Dedicate. He had an Obama I like sample. I thought that was a real big flex. <laughs> who gets Obama's? Yeah. Who gets an Obama sample? Basically saying, you know. You might want to be a big rapper, but you're probably not as good as Lil Wayne is. Yeah. Obama's not listening to your shit. <laughs> he doesn't care about your mixtape. Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> He's throwing it in the trash. He's so- yeah, I like the uh, the song with Travis Scott on it a lot. Oh, yeah. That was another and good I, one. Yeah. From, yeah. From what I understand, that was like recorded a while ago. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember Travis, like, I think he tweeted about it like a couple years ago or some shit about like how pumped he was on it. Yeah. I think I remember that it's as a, well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. It is. Wayne goes in at I the like end when too. Travis. Yeah, definitely. I like when, uh, I like a Travis feature mm-hmm. most of the time. So it didn't disappoint. Yeah. That usually works out pretty well. Um, I think one of my favorite songs, I can't remember the title. It's the one with Snoop. It has the uh, sample from Explosive, the the Dre song. I just love when yeah. it like comes in with that sample for some reason. I just love that beat. I think it just flows so well. Mm. One of the deeper cuts. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So like... I don't understand with these long albums if they're like supposed to be taken as like a double album. You know, because a lot of them will have the thing where like the first half or the first half is like a rap and the second part is R&B or whatever. And like, yeah, like, Drake. Know, like the Drake record. And, but I think t- towards the end, it starts to get a little more mellow. Mm-hmm. There's like an Ashanti song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I like it, you know. But yeah, I don't you know, I don't know. I, just, I wish that. I wish that they would just cut a few songs out, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, he has been recording this shit for however many years. So I'm sure he has like hundreds of songs that he's recorded. So you gotta, I mean, cut it down and shit, but what, it would just be easier. I would think even for like his career or any rapper's career to just like cut them in half and release them like a year apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, especially with the, the wait for this one already it's not like he has a problem with waiting to release songs Mm -hmm. you know like he's had some of these songs for years why not release the older ones now and then put some of the other shit out later i don't know but it is kind of the world that the uh, that we're in where like styles change up so often that like you got to keep dropping some of these songs yeah some of these songs could be like sound old as shit in like a year Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I guess i guess i get it but yeah it's just kind of it kind of sucks for the uh add in my head when i uh because i don't want to listen to some shit that's like an hour and a half long i don't have the attention span for that Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think I I think is, I already uh, cut it down from he had like 200 songs or something and he cut it down to these 24. I mean, that's a ton of music. That's wild. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I think it is a bit long. I know with Drake, he purposely had it be like two sides. You know, he had like this is side A, yeah. this is side B. So that makes it a little more manageable if you treat it like that. But something like this where it's just like one through 24. I mean, that's a lot of music. Yeah, it's very hard Imagine to pay attention when like he. So he's got like 200 songs recorded. Mm-hmm. Imagine how bad like song 174 is. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Like on the list of like, cause when you're cutting them down, you're like, oh, this one sucks. Mm-hmm. This one sucks. Like how bad is the 200th worst song? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when you're as prolific as Wayne recording music, yeah. and I mean, he's done this forever. He just records a ton of music. I mean, there's got to be ones mm. that are just not, you know, up to par that he's just yeah. got in the tuck someplace. But it's interesting that out of all of that, you know, what they come up with to make it fit together and kind of work. Right. But yeah, interesting. I think one of the other things we haven't touched on about the album yet was the uh, the Kendrick song with him, Mona Lisa. Yeah, that was wild. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy like yeah. kind of storytelling rap with kendrick definitely going in using different voices doing that whole thing uh, doing his kendrick thing yeah i thought that was pretty good i like it when i like kendrick a lot when he goes into the different voices yeah bringing it back to like the his older shit he used to do that a lot more i feel like yeah that's what i saw a lot of people talking about that it kind of sounds like older kendrick so they were, were kind of yeah. speculating that maybe he recorded it a while back oh yeah that makes sense mm-hmm then um interestingly wayne ends out the album with let it all work out where he addresses his suicide attempt from when he was 12 where in previous songs he's kind of mentioned that it was an accident when he shot himself but i guess he's now saying that he actually tried to kill himself back then yeah pretty crazy which is wild Uh, you know a 12 year old wayne trying to kill himself is is crazy i mean could you imagine if we never had wayne and the rap game would be completely different all these lils (laughs) and stuff i mean (laughs) wayne kind of paved the way for him so right he paved the way for a lot of people crazy so i can't even imagine but it was it was interesting even just in terms of the the will i mean like his sound is one of the defining sounds of like the like dat piff era of rap oh, yeah. mixtape era and all that shit like without wayne there's like people would still be doing fucking old boom bap shit all the time mm-hmm. and even like trap wouldn't even be i mean he was like on the original like one of the original guys and like trap becoming a thing i feel like you know what i mean without him that shit wouldn't be as big yeah and you know i'm glad he dropped and i'm glad it finally worked out for him because i feel like when rap kind of gets talked about now, you don't hear as much about Wayne and he really deserves Mm. so much more credit. You know, I mean, growing up with Wayne and hearing all that music, I mean, it was incredible, you know, like the releases Mm -hmm. he was putting out. And, you know, I remember you'd hear a song that some artists would come out with and you'd be like, Oh man, like when's the Wayne remix coming out? You know, like that's what you (laughs) wanted to hear. You know, you go to a party and they'd be playing the Wayne version. You'd never hear the original, you know, like, (laughs) He really like yeah. was that guy at the time. 
And I don't know if some of the younger people or, you know, people that weren't around for it realize just how crazy that run was. You know, he was just killing everything. And yeah, he was the number one guy for a long time. Oh, yeah. He was on everything and he'd just kill it. Right. He brought up a bunch of people too. I mean, like without Wayne, you don't really have Drake. Oh yeah, the young money, you Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. Yeah. Mac Main. It's crazy. And they're yeah. Tyga. <laughs> <laughs> Tyga had a run. Yeah. He he's actually I think he's got a new one out too. I think he's doing all right. Yeah. Tyga. Yeah, that, I've heard that one song on the radio. Longevity. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> He came out of the Kardashian, he got underneath the Kardashian curse, or over, I guess. He made it out somehow. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy, you know, he got all this legal stuff settled with Birdman. You know, that, that was a mess and terrible. I guess Wayne yeah, now has young money all to himself, which is great, and now is right. kind of free from that. I mean, I can't believe it it got that bad for somebody that Wayne, you know, called his dad, you know, that was, right. it was terrible to see. And, you know, I guess Birdman kind of has a history of messing things up with money and stuff. You know, yeah. Ross even dropped kind of a diss track towards him, right. which I thought was really good. Ross, that, that whole record by Ross last year is really underrated. That was one of the best albums of the year, I think. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of to wrap it up, I think, like we said, you know, unbelievable amounts of hype, but I think Wayne yeah. delivered. I think he did. I mean, as well as it could have been. I don't think you know for sure it would have went. I don't think I don't see a scenario where it goes any better than this, honestly. Yeah, and it could have I went mean, bad because more recently yeah, some of his well. music has been not the best. So, yeah, definitely. I'm glad there was none of that. Like, tooth like early 2010s kind of Wayne shit. The where he's rock like, music. Riding, riding a skateboard mm-hmm. and slamming a guitar on the stage and shit at his <sighs> performances. Like, it's just back to raps. And that whole, like, that whole era was so disappointing. You know, he was like killing yeah. everything and then he's like, I'm going to have a rock band. And, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw a tweet from some producer that was like, Yeah, Wayne, now that you got your album out, like, I got these rock beats for you. And I was like, No. <laughs> don't do that he came Please out and no. he's back doing things like don't mess it up yeah we don't need that again uh, him and Cuddy have tried and it failed miserably <laughs> yeah hmm. it is uh it's pretty interesting that uh he's like him and uh young thug have beef now oh yeah yeah and like young thug is apparently like tried to get him killed or shot and shit like oh yeah i saw that and i really was like i'm just gonna leave this alone i don't know yeah. if i want to get into this <laughs> yeah but yeah it's interesting it's, uh, for someone who is so obviously influenced by wayne i mean he even has yeah. the barter you know kind of series going you know it's right. it's kind of crazy that they're not good because them you know if they were together i'm sure that would make really interesting records yeah for sure I don't know. That's an interesting uh, turn of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, did you yeah, did you hear the new Thug album at all? I actually didn't listen to it at all. Uh, I saw that it came out, but 
I didn't check it out. I haven't really, I don't know. Young Thug has, uh, most of his recent shit has been sort of disappointing to me. I heard that this is actually pretty good, though. Yeah, it was a... I just haven't had a chance to check it out. It was a decent project, you know, typical Thug, but he's got a song with Ellen yeah. John called High, which is pretty great. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I've heard that song. I'm definitely uh, yeah, into good. that one, but, you know, I feel like Thug's kind of hit or miss. You know, he uh, mm-hmm. he puts out a lot of music, and I feel like some of it's wonderful and some of it's just okay. Yeah, he's such like yeah, an experimental when he gets on his, artist. Right. I He's one of the dudes that tries to do weird shit where I don't think it ever really comes out very well. Mm-hmm. I think he's like pretty good at making rap songs, but when he tries to get in his like, uh, like Travis Scott sort of like experimental, like doing weird shit, like vocal shit, it just never really turns out yeah. as good as like other people can do it. And I think it doesn't, does him like a general disservice mm-hmm. to like be putting that shit out but i mean it's his career and everything he can do whatever the fuck he wants who am i but like i don't know yeah i remember seeing um he used to be on 300 and managed by leor cohen and i remember seeing a video clip mm-hmm. of leor talking to him and being like you need to like sit down revisit your songs actually work on songwriting and you'll have hits and wayne and uh thug sorry not wayne is kind of arguing that he should just be able to go in the booth and just freestyle and he does what he wants and it just flows out and whatever. And Leor is kind of like, that's wonderful. You know, I get it. I know you hit one every now and again, but if you really took the time, you know, to, to work out the structures and lyrics, you know, you might be a little better off. And I think, um, you know, thugs kind of, um, viewpoint on everything is that he just goes in and does whatever is in his, his mind at the time. So I don't know. That shit only works for like geniuses. Well, not geniuses, but like, you know, like real. And I'm not saying that young thug isn't talented, but like at that, you need to be like on another level of talent to be able to just like, uh, like improv that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, or you need to be not like fuck with it. Not right. Just go into the booth. Like, I don't know. I think you either need that or be in kind of a different style. I think the style of music yeah. Thug makes, you need to kind of like think it out and uh, mm. like revisit it, especially with all the crazy flows and the different styles he uses. Like, you know, if you're doing more of like a boom bap or a, you know, that kind of sound, I think you can freestyle to it and have it turn out good. Yeah. But I think right. when you're like Thug and you're doing these crazy songs, if you freestyle to it, it kind of sounds, you know, all over the place sometimes you know it's it's going here it's going there it's up and down you know it's not you know and the the lyrics aren't always there it sounds cool but lyrically it's it's not always up to where i'd like it to be but nothing you know taking away from him i mean i do think he can make wonderful music and i think he's extremely talented but but i feel like he could be better yeah. And I think that kind of shows in his, his album sales. You know, there's people that come out ahead of him that haven't been around right. as long and they sell way better than Thug does. He's never sold well. Yeah. And I think that's attributed to, you know, either the amount of music he puts out or that he doesn't, you know, fully flesh out ideas sometimes. Right. It's also just kind of the person he is. There's like a lot, I know. You know, a lot of people don't even give him a shot just because, like, how goofy he is and, like, oh, yeah, it's how he style. presents himself. Yeah, wearing dresses but, and everything. 
Yeah. But I don't know. He's definitely got a lot of good shit in the catalog. I like those slime seasons. Uh slime uh yeah, it's like those mixtapes and shit. Yeah, some of the rich games. A lot of his stuff. older shit was really good. Yeah. Yeah, that was all good. good stuff. Yeah. He was cool to see live too. I saw him uh, a couple years ago. Oh, it was fun. Oh yeah, you and Ken saw him way early with uh Travis Scott. Yeah. Like way before yeah, he, he was blew like, up. It was yeah, it was before either of them really blew up. Mm-hmm. They were like co-headlining a tour. And it was really cool. Like they would each kind of like do a song of each other and then like they would come out and do a couple songs and one would go off and yeah. It was cool. It was a like a probably like an hour and a half, maybe even two hours of just like constant music. That's wild. And it was like super, super live. Hmm. Yeah, People I remember wild. I remember Ken showing me upper echelon and I was like, What is yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> just with that. That was when Travis was just making like bangers. Oh yeah. Like that was the earlier shit, like rodeo, days before rodeo even, I think. I don't even yeah, yeah. I don't think rodeo even came out at that point. That was days before Yeah, this is way like, back. Pharaoh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, was this good. this was way before people really kind of hit on him and then upper echelon blew up, obviously, and then from there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't even right. know what he was just had. a Kanye producer at that point. Yeah. Yeah. He worked on a lot <laughs> of Kanye stuff that I didn't realize. Yeah. He was like a big part of the, that cruel summer shit. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. A lot of like Jesus. I think he helped with that. Yeah. I didn't realize that at all that he had a part in that, but it makes sense now. Yeah. When I think about it, I'm like, that does kind of have like a Travis sound to it. Mike Dean type thing. Yeah, for sure. I think that he's like one of the biggest influences on Kanye, like of the past, mm-hmm. how like since that whole transition from old Kanye to newer Kanye. Mm-hmm. I think Travis's production and like his whatever else he helped with, like I think that really like, and it might be like simultaneous both of them moving to that point, but I, th- I don't know. Ever since he started the like help with Kanye's shit, you can definitely notice a little bit of influence. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, that's but, that's true. That's crazy. Good shit. Um yeah. speaking, speaking of, Kanye, of Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Transitions. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So Yandy didn't drop. There was no Yandy. Yandy. Yeah, of course not. Um I'm starting to think it was just hype I mean, for SNL, honestly. Yeah, it f- for sure it was. And I mean if if you look back on it, it was pretty easy to predict that. Everything's an I album mean, rollout for him. Yeah, for sure. And now there's like I've like heard, uh, read details where like he wasn't even supposed to be the musical guest that week, mm-hmm. so he like had a short amount of time to like promote it and everything. Ah, so that would make even more so sense. Like, so yeah, he tra- he announced that shit to try and beef up the thing. Yeah, I guess he. Uh, uh, Ariana Grande was supposed to be the musical <laughs> guest, and he like replaced her like a couple weeks beforehand or whatever. Oh man! Well, yeah, it should but, have been uh, her. That performance with Pump yeah. was trash. <laughs> that was so yeah. bad. I like it's funny. Like the memes of it, is, like the meme ability of it is funny to me. Yeah, and just like the fact that I don't think personally like any performance on SNL is very great. The rap, like it's really difficult, especially for rap. Yeah, like you can be a band and kind of have an all right set, but like 
pretty much any rapper that you see on there, or even like vocalist in general, like mm-hmm. singer, they they never really sound right on SNL. You know, so I get the whole like trying to make it into a performance and like a whole meme thing. I get it, but like that shit was bad. <laughs> you know, I agree. Like, I don't understand why is SNL so terrible for performance, like vocal performance. Yeah. Everyone that I've like tuned know. in to watch perform has been pretty bad, especially rappers. Yeah. You know, like I've right. seen rappers live and they've been great. And then you see them on SNL and it's like, what? How is this? How is this possible? Yeah. Or something as big of a production as Saturday Night Live? How do they not have good sound? Definitely. But I think it has something to do with like you're so censored on there where you have to like, especially in rap, you mm-hmm. have to change so much of your stuff around. Yeah. So many lyrics you can't say. And it's like certain stuff that's like not even really that crazy, but like they still make you like that whole song was different. Yeah, that's true. Like there, there were maybe like 10 lines that were the same in it. Mm-hmm. Like if that. So I don't know why he picked that song. I mean, Obviously, it's the it's his newest song that he did with Pump, yeah, and it's like the the biggest song at the time. But like, you couldn't have just picked something else off, yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. And then even the one with uh, Cuddy and Shake, I didn't think that was very good yeah. either. Yeah, no. And then he launched Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like Cuddy looked so uncomfortable? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I mean, is like part in it was pretty small but like mm-hmm. I, w- I was watching him sing and he just like seemed super like tense and awkward i don't know i'm sure it was kind of a weird situation you know like with everything yeah. going on and then kanye hyping it up and then you know he he kind of went into like a speech about how he was bullied backstage not to wear the maga hat and how you know yeah you know, they, they want him in the sunken place or something, you know, like I can understand how probably uncomfortable it was. Cause I'm sure Kanye was going on about that before the performance, you know, yeah. and that's got to affect you a little. So he goes on that whole yeah. thing, you know, that and from what I understand, they didn't actually even like say anything to him about it. Yeah. That's, that's what I that's heard. what too. I'm hearing yeah. now, which like, why would you make that up? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Kanye. It so fits he's his narrative. Just, Yeah. But I don't know. There's a whole cast of people and writers who can oppose you on that. And why would they lie? Like, it's not like it would. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's a dumb situation. It was. He just keeps looking worse and worse. It's he, you know, I know we've said it before. I'm and I know you are, too. I'm a huge Kanye fan. And I think graduation is one of the greatest things ever created. But for sure, I just can't. I can't do it anymore with Kanye. You know, like I can't defend him. I can't like support this. Yeah. I think the social media is really just like fucked with him Mm -hmm. or helped with the rest of all the other things that have fucked him up. Yeah. And it's just like, it's changed him and he's just, he's like bragging about being a troll Mm -hmm. and like, everything's a meme now it, i don't know it's a really uh it's a bad era of kanye's career yeah because he used to do crazy things and he used to go on rants but i mean they were entertaining and fun and you know they were something yeah. to kind of watch for and now it's just like it's gotten past the point of being funny or trolling or being this like grandiose 
plans of you know being Walt Disney or something. You know, now it's just yeah. so far <laughs> to one side that it's just not not even something yeah. that I like. Did you see him meet with Trump? Yeah. That was a mess. I was yeah. <laughs> I mean Trump looked on looked uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I mean he's I don't know. The shit's he's in a weird spot. Like he I mean that could have been like a really good meeting. Yeah. And he could have like I mean, from what I understand, he was supposed to be bringing uh Jim Brown with him, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. And they were like gonna be talking about Chicago and like prison reform mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit. And like maybe that I don't know. Like I we didn't see the whole meeting or yeah. anything like that. But like the parts that have been released where he's talking to him and Trump is just kind of like looking at him like even like like you can see on Trump's face that like this guy's fucking weird. Like Oh yeah. And I'm Donald Trump and I think this guy's fucking weird and like off his shit. I mean, he claimed he's not bipolar. He claimed it was sleep deprivation (laughs) that can cause dementia 10 to 20 years from now. And he wouldn't be able to remember (laughs) his son's name. And then he's talking about a hydrogen plane, the iPlane 1. And, you know, like, he's going all over the place. You know, like, I don't know why the cameras were there in the first place. Like, I know Trump probably thought it would be a good look for him. So he's like, oh, cool, we'll, we'll televise it. But, I mean, it was... It was a mess. He talked about how he couldn't like mess with Hillary because, you know, it was I'm with her. And he's like, I didn't really like feel that way. Like I support Trump. He's like a father (laughs) figure to me. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's just he's crazy off his meds. Yeah. The the (laughs) MAGA hat being like a Superman cape. Like what? Yeah. I don't know. Then and then he said something about how people call Trump racist. And then he's like racism can't stop me like wait so are you like agreeing he's racist or are you just like yeah. talking about something else and then you like went to hug him and ugh. It's, it's weird it was it was like it was Kanye really painful just fucking yeah it's weird to see like where he's gotten to man he's just like i think like one of the things that i used to like about kanye so much is he would do shit like this and it wouldn't be as bad, obviously. Like, yeah, like he wasn't on, he wasn't as crazy as he is now, but like you would get something like this from him maybe like a couple times a year, mm-hmm. you know, like you'd hear like he'd go off on somebody or he'd like do some funny shit. Yeah. But now it's like every other day he'll post like some weird shit and he like, I, I mean, I guess he's back on social media now, but he was off for like a week or two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but now it's it's just like every day he's just doing some clown shit. And it's like, I get that having eyes on you is what you are doing. Like, he, he wants to have people talking about him and all this shit. But it's just like, you can have people talk about you. You're talented enough and enough of a, like name where you don't have to be doing all this like crazy shit Mm -hmm. you know i I don't know and if this is how he actually feels then you know whatever more power to him to be speaking his mind but like it just kind of seems like he he doesn't he's not he doesn't like read and he doesn't like actually like 
look look into the things that he's talking about. He just like he'll he'll have a book or like a like an art he, like he'll post like articles and shit that he's like reading, and it looks like he'll just like read the first paragraph or like the first page, and then just that's all he like that's what he pounds into his argument. Yeah, and he doesn't like read into anything anymore. And it's not like he ever. I mean, I don't know. It's not like he was ever really like saying profound shit mm-hmm. before, but like he thinks he, he seems to think that he's like a genius and like an intellectual and he's just like saying basic shit. Yeah, he did. Uh, he said know. on, I think with Trump and then also he broadcasted live the other day and said he had like an IQ test and He's yeah. he's at genius <laughs> levels as far as yeah. his IQ test. And like, first of all, I don't know how accurate those things are. I don't know what it really means, yeah. but, you know, him he just having went on that IQ test dot com. Hmm? He just went on IQ test dot com. Yeah, he, he's genius. He scored a hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. which they give to everybody. <laughs> but anyway, it's keep just, going. Sorry. You know, so I think he thinks he is this like brilliant person and uh you know, Chance Chance the Rapper was on Joe Budden's podcast, shout out them the other day. Yeah. And uh of course they asked him about Yay and all that. And um he said mm-hmm. something that I thought was interesting about how Kanye wants to make a bigger blip on the radar. Like when he talks about things, he'll talk about how it's gonna be looked at like three hundred years from now. You know, and right. him trying to be a bigger you know, blip in the, in the history of things, you know, he wants things to be written about. He wants them to be a news story, but I think this is like the completely wrong way to go about it. I think, you know, like we've said the topics and everything, and he doesn't seem to be informed when he says things like the, uh, the amendment thing, how he said, Oh, we should just abolish it when, you know, he went and revised it. And I was like, well, what I really meant was we should abolish the part that says, if you're in prison, you can be a slave basically. But it's like, you can't just with, the voice he has and the name and like the power he has, he can't, it's very dangerous to just throw things out there that you're not really knowledgeable in, you know, and he'll try to hide behind. Well, I just did it because it needs to start a dialogue. We need to have a dialogue and it's like, yeah. Okay. But that's, that's not how you should try to be starting a dialogue. And then when you have a dialogue, it's just him like screaming about random topics from, you know this to that to this and it's just like that's not how you make progress yeah so i don't see what angle he has you know i still think a lot of this is just him trying to be remembered him trying to roll out music and it's just a shame that this is how he's going about it you know like i want the music to be good you know he's going to africa apparently and it'll be dropped on black friday another gimmick have you have you seen the uh, the big dome? Yeah, the studio. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, and it's about to get torn down by a lion. <laughs> He's got to build like a real boma or something. Yeah, get it crazy out there. <laughs> you know, and I want I want so bad for the music to be great, but it's like in his mind state right now, and judging off the music he's put out recently, it's been I it's just hard for me to support it and for me to get excited about it. You know, now there's a lot of time he has to work on it. So I'm hoping maybe he actually takes his time or maybe going to Africa will give him some sort of epiphany that he's been doing this wrong. But at this point I'm over it. 
I'm, I can't defend him. I'm not really excited for music. It's just I see him trending or I see that he's done something, and I'm like, well, what cringy thing has he done today? Yeah. He's setting people back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Now he's like, I saw today that he's like giving shoes to the, the president of Uganda. Huh. He's like a dictator. Ugh. <laughs> he's just like, he's meeting with him and talking to him and shit. It's just, Great. I don't know. I don't, I just, I think he's a genius musician, but he's just like an average guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's not some like, I don't know. I just, I, once again, it comes back to my whole thing where, like, I don't understand why people listen to Kanye about politics. Yeah. So, like, when people freak out about him, like, with this Trump shit, I know that it's, like, it, it's not good. Yeah. But, like, my my thing is always, like, who cares, mm-hmm. like, what what he, who he votes for or whatever. But it's just, like, when he's trying to, like, logic everybody into, like, uh supporting trump or like being okay with him supporting trump it's just like you like you don't know what you're talking about Uh and you're like trying to make it seem like you're a genius when it comes to all the shit that you're talking about and it's just very obvious that you don't know Mm -hmm. like any of this shit and you're just like spewing cliff notes of like all the shit that you say that you've read I don't know. I think it's just people are worried about his amount of influence and the stuff that he's saying, like the uninformed things he was saying. You know, I don't care who he supports. I don't care who anyone supports. You know, do what you want. You know, we're in America. That's what it's all about. But it's like if you're Mm -hmm. somebody of influence and you are saying things that are uninformed and it's influencing people, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, when you're somebody that people are going to listen to and you're just you know, not doing research. You have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, people are dumb. The average person is not very bright. You know, they'll listen to it and think it's a fact. I mean, people don't even look in the (laughs) articles. They'll just post things on social media and be like, oh, this is true. (laughs) And it's like, no, no, it's not. Just look into it for five minutes. But, you know, the public believes a lot of the things they hear. And I think that's kind of the, the issue. You know, if he was not somebody that had influence over a lot of people, then no one would really care. (laughs) But yeah, I guess. I don't know. We've talked a lot about Kanye. The only other thing I have to talk about him was, uh, did you watch any of the shop with LeBron and Drake? Uh, No, I didn't watch it, but I've heard about like what Drake said and shit. Yeah, it basically Uh, confirmed everything that we kind of talked about and kind of thought. You know, um, yeah, I guess Gay texted him basically saying that he wanted to help Drake make music. You know, he's in this mm-hmm. great place. He, you know, he wants to he wants to do good things. He wants to be kind of like Quincy Jones. But he said, you know, yeah. Drake's got to be transparent, play him some of his music, you know, tell him his drop date, even though Drake like doesn't do that stuff, I guess. Right. So, you know, he made the lift yourself beat for Drake. He invited him out to Wyoming and in 40, you know, Drake's Mm. producer went out early, said something fell off, you know, like they're working on an album or something when Drake kind of thought he was just working on Drake's music or whatever, or maybe helping Mm -hmm. him a little bit. So he ended up helping you with music. He played him March 14th, showed him a picture of his son, asked for advice on the whole situation, you know, told him he was dropping in November or, um, Mm -hmm. He told him his release dates. Kanye said he was dropping in November, so there's no 
you know, issues, don't worry about it, which is also interesting because right. Gandhi, you know, maybe it sounds like he was planning not to drop it SNL day yeah. the whole time. So it goes back to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, Drake had the lift yourself beat. He was writing to it. He got a kind of a text from Kanye is like, yo, I love you, bro. And then dropped lift yourself. And yeah. Drake hears it and he's got the scoopity poop over it and <laughs> the whoop, you know, like, and this is, this is yeah. something that he thought was his song. So he felt right. like, you know, yeah, he's manipulating and trolling him, you know, he's trying to mess with him. And, you know, he really felt kind of betrayed, especially after hearing yeah. the, uh, the push this because, you know, yeah. obviously he told Kanye about all this stuff. So it kind of goes back right. to. It sounds like, yeah, you know, no wonder Drake's so mad at Ye and he keeps going at him. You know, mm-hmm. he kind of like manipulated him and tricked him. And I think Drake at one point said, you know, it's like Kanye's trying to break him. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of messed I up. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're Kanye, you've got to look at Drake as being like your biggest competition, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's at the top of rap. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I don't know what, like, the personal whatever between them. But I get, like, the moves that Kanye was making. Yeah. Uh, you know, saying that he's, uh, if he's the biggest troll, like, he advertises himself as, it fits that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, taking the beat, making scoopity poop. But I can just to, see why. Push all the shit. Like, I can see why Drake's going at him, though. You know, like, oh, absolutely. It, it definitely yeah, gives yeah, a yeah, reason. Definitely. Yeah. And then he, it's uh, a he, interesting situation. Yeah. He talked about the uh, push thing. You know, he said he wasn't really mad about family thing. The deadbeat dad, he said, of course, they did it to make it more like interesting. He was more mad about the 40 part, you know, because 40 has MS, he's yeah. dying, whatever. Um, he he thought the, uh, the diss song was trash, but he thought the chest move was genius because it kind of forced him into a corner to go all the way filthy or kind of have like a chink in his armor forever, you know? So push kind of put him in a position where he's either got to drop this supposed diss track that we've heard rumors of that's supposedly terrible, you know, like says terrible things about him or he's got to take an L and he chose to took the L. Right. So that's crazy. It's definitely a good move on Drake. I mean, I don't know. You know, the rap you come fan out in as me, the bigger man. Yeah, the rap fan in me wants to hear it. And I would love to yeah. see like him and Push go at it because they're both two really great lyricists. I mean, no matter what anyone yeah. says, Drake has bars. Like, yeah, you know, sure. he can rap. There's no way Push would go at him if he couldn't rap. So I'd like to hear it. But yeah. I also understand the other part of like, you know, if you go that far, you know, he said it went so far that it's like he didn't want to rap. He wanted to like put hands on him, you know, and if it's yeah. at that point, it's just it's too far, you know, and people can get hurt. Like mm-hmm. Jake Prince was saying, and as funny as it is to imagine Drake hurting anybody, I'm sure he has people <laughs> in his camp that, yeah, you know, <laughs> do things. Right. So yeah. I'm kind of glad it didn't go that know. far. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. You kind of just have to take it. And it's not like it really <clears throat> fucked Drake up too bad. I mean, he, whatever happened with that Adidas deal, like, I guess maybe we'll figure that out one day, but yeah, who knows if that I was mean, even real other than that. Yeah. I mean, other than that though, like, I mean, he didn't really No, people found out he had a kid, but that uh, I'll, I'll never really understand the whole, like why he didn't want it to be known that he had a kid. And I know that he was like going to eventually tell the world or whatever, but like, 
I think it was like to I don't know make it uh, put it out on the album, you know. Yeah, like I don't know. Making a press release out of your kid is kind of weird to me. Yeah. So but, I mean, that whole scenario was wild. But I guess uh after the whole beef thing, he went back to Scorpion. He made nonstop in my feelings, mob ties and a few others. So it's pretty yeah. wild that he went back and and did those and got one of his biggest hits off the album after it was like kind of due to yeah. the the whole beef thing. So yeah. And Crazy. then it's it's kind of interesting narrative that he wrote the uh the kiki part after that. It kind of I mean, not to say that it's about Kim Kardashian, but that does kind of align with if it is, you know, it, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I remember that was a whole thing, like how it could be about her, and you know that after that whole thing, who knows? Maybe it was. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was said that it was about somebody from Drake's past, and I don't remember the woman's name, but I guess you know right. they people found it. Was like, oh, this is who he's talking about. But it could be a double, you know, meaning kind of thing. He could have did right. it as like I wrote this about this girl from my past, but also to troll Ye back knowing yeah. that people would say that you know it mm-hmm. could be him just messing with him knowing that like you know kanye is going to hear this and he's going to think and he's going to know the public's going to think it and you know yeah. it could be just like it's a all, sneak diss yeah big chess game yeah it's all moves it's a, it'll be interesting to see where this all goes maybe uh i wonder if there'll be any great content on yandy yeah i don't know what's going to happen um Chance had talked about it a little bit and it sounded mm-hmm. like from him that he said it's what's going on between them is really deep. So yeah. it's not something that's going to be like played out in public. So I don't know if we're going right. to get anything from it. I don't know if Drake's going to keep like sending little shots at yay. It's obvious. Yay's probably not going to respond. I mean, maybe he will on Yandi, you know, maybe we'll get a, yeah. a Drake diss from yay, but it'll be interesting if, uh, Drake keeps going at him or what happens. I think the push thing's done for now. Um, mm. Maybe someday we'll get that diss track. Probably not, but I think it's yeah, kind of I think it, over. Yeah, I think it'd be a mistake to release that at this point. Yeah. Once, since everything's kind of simmered down. Yeah, Drake took the loss. I mean, it's over. You know, he took the L from that. He dropped yeah. his album. It did great. You know, whatever. It's over. Yeah, the thing about Drake losses is he never really seems to it doesn't really ever like fuck him up. No. Like yeah, he lost a he got a track about him and shit, but it's like he's still the top guy in the game. So like what what did it really do? Exactly. It probably got more people to buy his shit. Yep, cuz they wanted to hear about the kid whatever. on the album, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough about Kanye for today. (laughs) It's never enough. It's never enough. Every podcast, he does something we got to talk about. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) on a better note, have you seen the thing about Spotify's now allowing (laughs) um, users to upload their music? Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's huge because now you don't need a distributor. You don't have to use like TuneCore or CD Baby, whatever, that costs money. Now you can directly upload it like SoundCloud. And it allows you to yeah. see the metrics. You can collect royalties from your streams. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's another big step for not needing a label. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I honestly never really thought that that would happen. Yeah. I, if I, 
I would have guessed that it would have been harder to mm-hmm. put shit up, like if if anything, yeah, in the future. But that's pretty cool. I'm um, I'm interested in like how they get around like, like because SoundCloud has been dealing with like legal shit and stuff, yeah, over the years. I'm interested to see how Spotify doing the same kind of shit mm-hmm. is going to get around that, but. Well, they're a pretty big company, and I'm sure they have a lot of money, so that'll probably help. You know, they're kind of on the level of Apple Music and Tidal, so I'm wondering if if Apple Music's eventually going to allow it, if Tidal's going to allow it. I mean, if if it opens it up for everything, I mean, that's huge, because that's just one more step that people can do on their own. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's big. You know, those metrics help a lot, you know, getting the royalties, that's that's big for the future. You know, it's one more thing that makes yeah. labels not needed. Right. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It kind of goes That's back cool. to our, cool to see. we discuss occasionally, you know, what the future of, you know, where, yeah. where's music going? What's going to be, you know, the thing, how are people going to move? How's it going to work? Mm-hmm. it's nice that like you could just like you can make a song in your room uh mix it and do all that you know all that shit and then put it up mm-hmm. on the biggest music platform that there is yeah without needing any middleman yeah that's huge because um yeah you know, back in the day, these, well, these streaming services obviously didn't exist. It was like MySpace and pure volume, but you know, Mm -hmm. the amount of users that use these platforms, um, and you know, the audience you can get your music in front of now is, is massive. Whereas back in the day, you know, when we were younger, if you had a band or you're making music, I mean, the ultimate goal was to get signed because that was the only way to really make it. Yeah. You know, if you didn't have a label, you weren't going to, do anything you know there wasn't really a big independent route where you could make money off of it and now it's starting to head you know even more in the independent route where it's starting to be where if you need a label it's more of a partnership you know you kind of go in there with leverage and work out a deal that way and if you just signed one out of nowhere when you have no leverage it's looked at as a kind of a bad move you know like why would you Mm -hmm. sign whereas before it was like that's your only option Right. So hopefully it opens up, you know, better contracts, better payment for musicians and producers. You know, it gives gives mm-hmm. the artist a little more power, which I think's very important. Yeah. Especially I with, think the days of hmm? I think the days of people taking deals is coming to an end. Yeah. I think it's becoming it's like, like uh Yeah. I don't know. This kind of breaks that whole thing where like there's almost no need other than like touring i guess like getting signed they can get you management but you can get management without even signing yeah yeah i think more of like uh advertising maybe radio which radio i think is becoming more obsolete every day but you know i think that's Mm. kind of where labels come in is is the uh promotion you know the connections maybe some distribution you know if you're trying to do physical things but yeah other than that labels do get Labels do get like a little bump in terms of like getting people on playlists. Yeah, that too. On Spotify and shit. But now, I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. That's that's with when you need a label, but now you don't need one. So 
who knows? They could be. I mean, you could easily see like an unsigned artist uh, playlist pop up and become super popular yeah. on there now, or something like that. Yeah, we even uh, back to the Chance conversation. You know, they had the conversation mm-hmm. about is Chance or was he really independent? And he talked about yeah. that if you have any like I think he called it tick, but like any juice, mm-hmm. you know, like any uh, wave, you know, like any anything behind you where people are checking for you, yeah. you can call Apple Music up and be like, "Hey, I'm dropping soon." You know, like, can right. you put me on a playlist? Can you put me on the front page? And they they'll offer you like playlist spots or you know a spot on the mm-hmm. front page or whatever. So, you know, it's going to be the point where people can do that. Where if you create a buzz for yourself, you can get yourself on those playlists or you can get that, you know, front page look, which I think is big. Yeah. You know, because Chance did it from a independent standpoint. Right. That was a really good interview. Uh, I suggest everybody go check that out. The Joe Budden Chance interview. Yeah, that was great. You know, it got around the usual questions of interviews and actually asked like stuff that I wanted to know. Yeah, definitely. And Chance actually I've answered. Always, yeah. I've always liked Chance, but like after listening to that, it really like it reaffirmed like how good of a guy and like 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 you just said, like a lot of people don't answer questions when they get asked tough shit. Mm-hmm. But he was open like pretty much the whole time. Yeah. And it was really nice to have that. Yeah, I'd love more of that kind of stuff where it's like real conversations about the industry, about music. Right. You know, I don't want to hear the, you know, whose features are on your album. You know, like, I don't care. We'll see you when it drops. Yeah. I'm tired of the usual like breakfast club interview where it's just like dumb shit. Yeah, I don't care about the gossip. I want to know like actual things. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So definitely check that out, everybody listening. Yeah, that was a good one. Sharing the podcast love. It's all all family. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do I got? Have you uh, listened to any Sheck West? His new album came out. <laughs> yeah, I, I checked it out. Dude, Mo Bamba is like know, definitely one of the bangers of the summer. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like... I put off listening to that song as long as I could. <laughs> uh, but I, I listened to the album mm-hmm. and that was the first time that I heard any of his shit at all. And like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it's just like hype party music. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Okay. There's like, it's just, I mean, there is no lyrical anything Mm -hmm. to me in that it's definitely like the beats are great and he says bitch a lot which (laughs) is you know it's 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 funny but it's like i don't know that song is pretty it's it's it flows really well i see why people listen to the the mo bamba song but like the rest of it is just him saying bitch a bunch which is funny i'll give him that it's like it's it's entertaining to listen to but it's Mm -hmm. like I don't know. The he could just like there. say bitch over wild beats and that would be the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's involved with Travis Scott. So it, it's kind of like if you strip yeah. Travis down to the essential, you know, like just rage right. music. So it's just him yelling yeah. and crazy beats. 
Mm-hmm. But the kids go crazy, so hey. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was like, I don't know. I was expecting something like I don't know. I don't even know what I was expecting, to be <laughs> honest. I just I've heard something. so much about that song and, and put off listening to it for so long where I was like, all right, this shit's gonna be like crazy uh, it's gonna be something you know not even crazy i just i don't know but like it's just funny yeah it's good whatever people are into be into it you know but it's not for me oh yeah yeah that's the thing too talking about music is you know you gotta kind of look at it objectively i mean you can look at it from your standpoint or my standpoint of you know am i down for this is this something that i'm into yeah. or even you know is this made for me or not but mm-hmm. you know kind of look at it as how it's affecting people and yeah all that, that song is uh it's got a lot of a lot of fans of the song a lot of videos mm. memes yeah all right you got anything else uh i don't know i don't think so i haven't been listening to too much shit in the past couple of weeks been very busy yeah there's been but yeah a few drops was, but nothing uh, crazy some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll uh, be back sooner than these past couple episodes have been. It's just, you know, it's been, the, it's been the summer. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, yeah. you, you're working on possibly moving. You know, that's just, yeah, I mean, it's tough to. I'm going to be moving in two weeks. Wow. Moving back to Binghamton for a little bit. So maybe we can get a couple of these live. Oh, that'd be great. That would be, yeah, that would be good. That'd be great to do an in person. We don't really, we don't really go behind the curtain too often, but no. uh, we record this uh, through Skype, and uh, that's why I always talk over you. Yeah, and I don't mean to. <laughs> I do the same thing. I mean, but, uh, it's it's difficult when you can't see the person. You know, it's like we're talking yeah. on the phone. So, right. But, uh, yeah. So hopefully we can get a couple. Yeah, hopefully we can get a couple of these in uh, in person. I'm sure they'll flow a lot better that way yeah but uh it's been a, get some sound effects good. yeah we can get some gunshots get some uh flex some bombs hams. yeah ham <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well it was a good talking yeah it's always thank uh, you for subscribe listening. rate comment do those things yeah do all that stuff uh we need you as much as you need us. Yeah. So <laughs> we need the get need to the it. Listens. Yeah. It's always nice. I mean, you know, we're growing steadily. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully more you know, consistency time, will help. Things will get better. Yeah. We're figuring shit out. You know, uh, we're pretty new to this. We're, you know, we're getting, we're getting it, get, we're getting it got. Yeah, and uh, we're only five. Eventually, in. yeah, eventually we're gonna be fucking millionaires off this shit, and you'll be able to say, "I listened to them in the early days, day one." <laughs> yeah, where my day one. And at? we'll always appreciate you. Yeah, and uh, thank you. You know, yeah. All right. So well, signing off on this one. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks a lot for coming out and keeping the scene alive. There it is. One. Later.